What time is it? It's time for Ricketts Bursey. You know, there, there's just something about Ange's settings, his his tactics that just it, it sets you up for a good time. You know, win, loss, or draw. Granted, I don't know what a loss looks like right now in the league under Ange, but uh, everything uh, else has been fantastic. Don't know how it feels, do we? Yeah, I I mean, look, it's it it's put me in a good mood. I'll leave it at that. It has put me in a great mood for this uh, recording. You know, the good news is we're not joint top of the table anymore. Wouldn't you agree, fellas? Isn't that a, a good good well, development? Well, if you exclude points difference, we, you know, we're there. But uh... <laughs> Mikey, my friend, how are you? <laughs> you know what you almost never hear? You almost never hear say Steve. I'm say. doing crappy. I, I, I'm having a horrible day. That's what I'm, pr- I'm pretty mediocre. <laughs> um, I save that for work. I'm I'm not doing the uh, I'm not doing the best right now. Um, I did I'll, figure I'll out. So, I, Mike, I did figure on? out my audio issues from last week, uh, and it's that uh, my mic being upside down now. I had the gang turned all the way up, uh, and I had the array set to uh, 360, so it caught all of the echo from the entire room. Wow. Not just what I was speaking up front. So hopefully Tech, I got that. Techno Mike is bringing it tonight. I think I, I think I have it fixed. We'll find out. Um, <clears throat> but that's not why you're doing just mediocre. Why are you doing mediocre? Let's let's do a little therapy with you. What's going on? How can we help? Um, I'm super happy about the about the match that we had uh, about having Ange Ball back and you know my my favorite my favorite eleven idiots. You know I just love it. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> um i got my Steve, we I, need to keep we need to keep tallies right the, the, <laughs> like drink, here's drink the thing tallies. every time mike says yeah. here's the thing we should wager beforehand and then whoever is closest at the end gets you know a prize <laughs> you should you should make a drinking game out of it um i got my i got my covid jab today mm. not today yesterday i'm a liar yesterday did you go with I, the p or the m which one did you go with we so the new the new one is only is only moderna ah it's only Moderna. So it like covers like a wide array of the different variables of, of COVID-19. So I got, I got the jab and I got the flu at the same time, the flu shot at the same time, uh, which I guess is a quad marker or quad something that I don't know. It, it covers four different kinds of, of flu that they've predicted for this, for this, uh, for this winter. But um, yesterday I got the shot and I was like, Oh, pretty fucking good not bad arms a little sore i woke up this morning arms a little sore by 10 a.m i felt like i'd hit a wall not feeling great right now so you uh, ran into romero i'm gonna let you know yeah (laughs) i'm gonna let you know right now that i cannot be held accountable uh for what i say or what i do on this podcast uh because uh i am on another planet right now uh understood got a couple questions well, a question and a comment for you first well hr hr i don't want them to get involved so we just need to keep this yeah and you you did review you just shared some uh some some 
PII, you know, like some some personal health information. So we, we need to be careful with that, but I'll do the same. So are you saying that the- My own are- personal health information? Yeah, but- It yeah, doesn't you, matter then. I can sure. do whatever the fuck I want. But but now I'm talking about yours. So then that- I've talked about my colonoscopy before. This is true. So are you saying that the Pfizer jab I got last week was like- Oh, you got a Pfizer? I got a Pfizer, yeah. Are you so sure it was Pfizer? I am, and here's why. Every jab I had prior- was Moderna only person in my family that that got Moderna the first you know what was it three times or whatever um my wife and boys like flying colors every time Moderna kicked the crap out of me every time I had it and to your point 18 hours after the shot <clears throat> hit a wall had an eight hour period of feeling like I got run over and backed over by a, a dump truck and then I was good after about an eight hour stretch so that was my experience oh this maybe time, I feel better then yeah, this time I was like, yeah, I'm gonna try the Pfizer. Just let's see if I if I feel okay. And honestly, I felt pretty okay the next day. Um, you know, a little bit of just feeling a touch off, but not like not the brick wall that I experienced with Moderna. So that was well, that was my my. Deal. I know. I, I was just told that the guy the guy said that the the nurse that was doing my my jab said that uh, gotcha. it's on, it's only made by Moderna this time. And I was like, oh, so I told him I was like, I had I've had Pfizer. The entire time through, never had any issues. Just that, like, the one, the first initial one where I like broke down crying because I thought I was dying. But then after that, I've never had an issue. Like as Mike does with every shot he gets in life, right? <laughs> usually, it's usually the flu shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, well, congrats, so again, man. I, I yeah, you'll, get, you'll get you'll get through it though. You'll you'll get. Through I it. cannot be held responsible for what I say or do. We are we're confident that you're going to get through this. You'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Good to know, boys. Good to know. Um, I'll tell you what I'm excited about. I, I, I've, I relocated all of the leaves off my lawn today. That was a major accomplishment, right? And by relocated, I mean, I used my mower, my, my tractor to push them into the woods. That's, that's the big, big deal this time of year. Cause they keep, they keep freaking coming, man. I don't know about up your direction, but foliage has been beautiful down here. Um, and it's been long lasting, but not good for leaf management because for everybody just, who doesn't they know just keep coming down dave is a huge environmentalist and he loves burning that gas just to move the leaves out of the way you, you know get, I, I feel like it's an wash. electric uh an electric I, leaf blower well i have that too i, oh, I totally should. have that too yeah but, and but to offset it he takes a barrel of oil and just lights it yeah. on fire in the backyard just I keeps mean, it running here's my take i blow them into the woods using my my gas mower which you know the the gas is offset by the the natural composting dynamics that occur in the woods, right? Like I'm just, okay. I'm carbon neutral here, bro. <laughs> you neutralized. That's good. That's exactly right. I don't know if this offset. is not the international that, symbol. For I, I don't think that's that. No, that's a, that's, that's, something, that's, else. that's something else. Yeah. We're not, that, later. we're not that kind of podcast. Actually. That's another, right? Well, we were for like a week. When I, when <laughs> Bad I, when influences. I went off, off the rails. Off. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of rubbing off anyway. Um, <laughs> Stop setting precedent, Steve. Go ahead, Steve. What do you What do you got? Take us somewhere else. What do you have for us? We, there was a game just yesterday. There was just yesterday. Can I tell you really quickly something cool about the game? I um, would love you to tell me something cool about the game. Major development in my life that I think um, escalates my, my hillbilly quotient a bit, which I know you guys will appreciate. I watched the game yesterday on a television that is mounted in my garage. I, I moved a... Uh, I moved a uh, a TV into the garage so that during the the winter months when football of both types is on, I can drink beer and wine and watch outside and smoke a cigar and not cause any problems for anyone and not be freezing as well. Really excited about it. 
Is said garage heated? Nope, but insulation, drywall, and kerosene or other uh, element heater is is down the road. Got, got plans. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Very. I, I, I love to hear it, Dave. I love to hear it. I thought I was going to do that with my garage, and Amy said, your side is your side. Do what you want with it. And I was like, yes, I had all these plans, and guess what happened? Yeah, it didn't no. happen. Luckily, my wife is. On I've got board tools in my. I got tools in my fishing pole. <laughs> nice, very nice. My, my seven fishing poles. <laughs> so, 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 Steve. Sorry to sidetrack by talking about television, <clears throat> but let's talk about a game. What, uh, yeah, let's talk about a game. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I want to start because I've got a uh, a highlight in mind that just left my jaw on the floor. And it was one of the first big moments uh, of the game. And it has to do with our lovely goalkeeper, Vicario, and that incredible stop that he had to keep, uh, who was it, Polina out? That dude, I, if that's Hugo, that's going in. If that's, if that's Forster, that's going in. I don't know how he managed to make that quick reaction save and keep his hand strong enough that it doesn't just flop backwards and go in any way. Yeah. Like because Hugo would Hugo, Hugo would just let world. it let it through, right? Yeah. It, it's a and you know, Frazier, he, he's I mean, Mike knows he's like a school bus trying to turn, right? Like it, no way he gets to that. And oh man, that that was the moment in the game, 11 minutes in, where I thought it doesn't matter what Fulham brings they're not getting anything from this. Granted, uh, there were moments where Vicario also tried to give them an opportunity, uh, but, you know, they still came up big, kept him out, got the clean sheet. You know, we'll probably spend a lot of time talking about the uh, field players, rightfully so. There's some very interesting points to make about them, but I want to start off by just giving a shout out to Vicario for that beautiful save and for you know, even making a couple of errors, keeping his head solid on his shoulders and, and seeing the game out to get that clean sheet. How much did, how much did the David Raya cost? Uh, the Gunners? What was he, 40, it was, it was 40 something when we were in talks, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it ended up being like 60, didn't it? Something crazy like that? But, cool. yeah. I'll get the I, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you, can you contact research, Steve? And see um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just wondering because, um, the the numbers the the numbers that 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 they've given us uh, primarily has given us uh, shows that our sixteen million dollar keeper uh, is better than their forty to sixty million dollar keeper uh, who is a funny looking dude. Um, and our keeper looks like a small child, uh, has a face like a small child on a six foot three man's body. I think um, it looks like Squidward. Actually, is what he's I think a, it looks uh, like. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a lunatic. He is a lunatic, and I love it. Uh, I I I love the savings. Uh, we can all we can all sit here and talk about Vicario like uh, you know we we knew this was coming, but like nobody knew this was coming. We didn't know who this guy was. He played in like a low level shit team in the Italian league. Um, what, what Empoli was Empoli Empoli, um, yeah, and like. The dude just puts up numbers. Like he, I remember he, at the beginning of he's the a season, solid, solid keeper. 
Yeah, I remember and, saying to you guys, like, this guy's going to be chaos incarnate. Like, he's going to make some incredible saves and then do some boneheaded shit. It seems like Ange has managed to get the boneheaded shit out of there. Well, he did He did a couple of fucking boneheaded things. He did, day. he did, yeah. But by and like, large, I mean... Don't come out of your box like that, dude. <laughs> he's fucking great. I love the dude. Can, can, am I allowed to say thanks, Prodigy? Can I say that? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, actually, Dave. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Dave. Here's the thing. <laughs> We've had the prodigy uh, talk already. So. We have. I'm just wondering. I'm we wondering, don't need to revisit it. I mean, it's I'm just, wondering if we we give him credit for Vicario. It's probably it's probably 12 minutes worth of time that our listeners and ourselves will never get back. Valid, um, Steve. What did the research fi- department find out about uh, the cost of David Raya? I'm sorry, da- David Raya. David. 30, 32 no. million. Yep. Thirty-two. Okay. okay. So okay, sixty. So double. Double. Yeah. I mean, maybe more with, uh, you know, add-ons, but yeah. He, he's not twice as good. I'll tell you that much. They did, no. they did, they did pay uh, 110 for Declan. Declan. Declan Rise. So, uh, that's the like, cool kids are saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we have, we have another guy that we needed to kind of, to, to jump on the bus with, with us and, uh, and Vicario and that's James Madison. Yeah. Um, hey, talk about that interview a little bit. I, I, liked it uh, talk about it would you so uh, th- i loved god damn it this phone um honestly that that interview um it kind of showed me um what like this new look spurs is right um just super honest <clears throat> he was super honest um and to the to the point of calling lester a small club um yeah, he did <laughs> <laughs> which which he got to backtrack pretty quickly but he was he was super honest you know in his in his interviews and you know in the past we we had a lot of like we had a lot of like you know washing over of actual facts you know when even when we won some of those games weren't weren't pleasant to watch and 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 i think that's like emblematic of the entire the entire attitude of the team now um it's just the overall honesty, the overall fun that people are having, the 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 want to play uh, to play for a, a a big club like Tottenham Hotspur, and we are a big club. I know we've said I, we're not a huge club, we're a big club. Um, we can start thinking about ourselves in in a way if we want to, but again, it's very early. Um, but I think you know when he's out there, you know, kind of shooting the shit with Carragher and, and, and laughing and joking about stuff. Um, it, and it, it just shows you what, what kind of new attitude that, that Ange has brought to this club and how, how happy people are, especially a guy like James Madison, who like, how the fuck did every other team in the premier league, if not the world, not see how good this guy could be or was like, I, I, Honestly, I, when we signed him, I think I said on this podcast, I pick this guy every single week in my DraftKings. Every single week, I pick I pick him because he puts up points, and it's and it's not flashy. It doesn't have to be flashy. He just goes out there and does the job, and he's so happy to be here. He's so you know, happy to wear that white kit. You know, there's another H word I want to use to describe Madison that interview and his performances, and it's humble. Um, you know, in that interview, Carragher had made this comments like, you know, I think you're the, 
you know, most transformative signing. He did. He uh, baited him with that, didn't he? Yeah. And his response <clears> was <throat> like, well, you know, I, I try. I, I just want to put my head down and get to work. And, and, you know, I hope my performances are emblematic of being this, you know, big game transformative type player. But, you know, he, he didn't accept, he, he, I think he did accept it. Like, thank you. Uh, you know, he, he at least gave him the thanks, but, uh, you know, the way that he approaching it is like, well, that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Like I, I'm not going to say that I am until the season's over and we can, you know, look at everything, uh, when all the dust is settled, but right now he's in the thick of it. He's going for it. And, and, one of the things I really appreciate about Madison as a, as a person is how he's able to analyze himself in relation to his teammates in that honest and humble way. Um, but, but it's, it's the humility for me where he was talking about how like, yeah, you know, I needed to, dr to uh, drop back a bit so that I could do things because at that point in the game, destiny was able to receive the ball in turn better than I was able to do in that particular position so i fall back into that spot and let destiny take over and and he also said it doesn't matter who slides into that position right like that was that was striking yeah absolutely um no he was huge and and during <clears> the <throat> game i you know i guess i i do want to talk about some of the game points as well um he he just he worked you know we heard the uh Ange, uh speak about how he always wants to press everybody's got to press start to finish constantly pressing madison does that like if you need a leader somebody to lead by example that is what madison does i didn't see a single moment when he was on the field in that game where he was not pushing pressing giving it his all and there were times where he looked beat he looked tired but he kept on going he drove forward right up until he got substituted uh, and and that's that's what you want to see from one of your captains, right? You want to see the guy going out there and and breaking himself into pieces to fulfill the coach's direction. Um, and you know, fortunately, Ange is also keeping an eye on the players and making sure that they're not running themselves into the ground because he's literally asking them to run themselves into the ground. Um, <laughs> But like, you know, there's that trust there, right? There's a trust between Ange, there's a trust between the players. They know I'm going to do this when, you know, the coach thinks I, I need a break. He's going to give me a break. It's not anything to be upset over. You know, you, I, I don't think I've seen anybody like, you know, throw a water bottle or, you know, ha have a little bit of a tantrum when they get subbed off. It's just kind of expected, right? <clears throat> they get subbed off whether they're, you know, team captain or not. If it's their time to come off, you come off, you do it quickly, you let the other guy get on there, and you root for them on the sideline as you watch the rest of the game. It's it's just incredible stuff. So great, great shout bringing Madison into the conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Here's a question for you, Mike, teeing yeah. this up. I don't know where you're going to go with it. Has it, Ange sounds, it sounds like you do, though. No, actually, I don't. Has, okay. Ange, has Ange done anything wrong so far this season notably wrong i mean i'm sure he's made mistakes but notably wrong um not that we really have seen um you know um substitution wise i thought yesterday i mean but those are small things right especially when 
you you still end up holding the clean sheet and you win the game. Um, rotating rotating the squad in the in the in the Carabao. I mean, fuck the Carabao. But quick quick comment and uh, anti Spurs as they came across the announcers yesterday kind of made that first comment you did right. Like they were kind of bagging on Spurs, but they're like in the end it's a two nil win with a clean sheet and. Right. What the next so day? what I loved, what I loved hearing out of Ange yesterday in the post match was like, was like, yeah, we looked, we looked really good. We were attacking well. We are, we are pe- pressing really well, and and they were, and they were counter pressing really well. Um, you know, in the first half, and you know, they held like sixty eight percent possession in the first half, which is, you know, kind of Ange does, Ange does the the possession game i mean not quite as well as pep does but he does the he does the kind of chaotic kind of possession game um it's 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 like a jam band kind of you never know where it's going to go right <laughs> there you go there's so a mic i worked i worked some fish in there for you um, <laughs> well done but you never know where it's going to go so i mean what i loved what i loved hearing out of angelo was that yeah it was great in the first half but I don't think we played well at all in the second half. Um, the other thing that I heard from Ange, and I don't know if you guys heard it, is that they tried to, and not to bring this into it, but they tried to get him to comment on the political situation in the Middle East right now. No, Israel. no, I didn't. I didn't hear that. What did they do? So they kept on asking about Manor Solomon and how he's being supported by the club. And mm-hmm. um, he kept on kind of trying to direct it toward his injury and how the, how they're, supporting him through his injury and they kept on asking him the same question over and over again different ways to try and get him to comment on the political situation but here's the thing about Ange that we've kind of learned is that like one he's not going to talk about things that he doesn't want to talk about two he's yeah he's a fucking he's an absolute professional absolute professional and three um he knows it's not his place whatever his personal feelings are and whatever personal stuff that he's had with his with his team and and uh with manor solomon he's not going to comment on because he is a professional mm-hmm. and so i mean has Ange done things wrong i'm sure he has we will probably not know about it until we actually until like we actually see it on the field um because you know that internal internal stuff stays internal he talks more than bill belichick but he's cagey like bill belichick mm-hmm. you know in for what it's worth. See, you know? I would argue that if there's anything he's done wrong, it is the B team. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, once we've made those subs and the game started to drift far apart from what we were seeing in the first half, you know, you got to think, how can he get so much right with the A team players and when their understudies come in, it is an absolute dumpster fire. Um, but so can we, I mean, can we talk about that? Because. Yeah. And how much is them not being accustomed to playing together? I mean, that's, that's not being accustomed to playing together. Um, you had two guys out there who, you know, coming arguably back from injury, right? coming back from injury yeah. in La Celso, um, you know, and Brennan. we, and, and Brennan Johnson, who's going to take it a little bit easier because hamstrings are, Hamstrings are tricky things, but then you have somebody like Ollie Skip, who just does not look good. He no. was he was terribly bad, and then you had a guy playing out of position in Emerson Royale, and he was terribly bad as well. So, I mean, 
sure. Um, I, at the time, I think I texted you guys and I was like, great sub when they brought Destiny off. Didn't know at the time that he may be injured. Um, and that's when he got his foot stepped on. So mm-hmm. I don't know that. I don't, I didn't know that at the time. I thought it was a great sub. Um, but, you know, I, I thought they were going to move guys around, you know, I, 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 but they just didn't do it. So to, to Steve's point, like tactically, I think maybe he got it wrong with those subs, but you know, who the hell yeah. am I? We're but first, we're he, first in the, in the league right now. We're top of the table on our own two fair. points clear, but you make a good point that it's, it's the personnel too, right? Like, cause I, you know, a Hoiberg, he did well enough, but he's no Basuma, right? Like if Basuma's in that midfield, I think that game is way more comfortable for us. Um, even in the first half, right? Even in the first half when we were doing well, I think Basuma's strength and his ability to carry the ball through the middle is just, it, it, when it's not there, it's noticeable. Um, I, you know, Hoyvier did, did well enough. He got the interception, which led to one of the goals, but, uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, Skip is a huge step down, huge step down. Um, I mean, he's, he's been like, I don't think he's looked good since the injury and uh, you know, maybe it's a confidence loss thing. He looked like a deer in headlights out there. Yeah, um, I, I like he didn't know. know what he was doing. He gave the ball away. And I, at first I thought it was, I, I yelled at Decky, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but then I realized it was skip. Um, he was given balls away. There was one point where he tried to break down somebody defensively and the dude just like leisurely fucking nutmegged him. Like some, <laughs> I just I just don't know if if the system suits his skill set. I think he needs to be playing in a more defensive uh style, right? I think he he might be on the chopping block come January, you never know, but like we might need him. Um I think to to your point on Hoiberg, uh, I think Hoiberg for long stretches, actually long stretches of the first half like had some brilliant play. He's just different than what we're accustomed to with yeah. with basuma like you yeah. said basuma will receive the ball he'll and he'll look to turn and carry the ball to then make a pass you know an effective pass where hoiberg and, and he does it in his national team too we've seen it him do like be very attacking in his national team he receives the ball but doesn't look to make the turn he looks side to side or back to make to make a pass where the, he then turns and runs and to, re, to receive the ball again. So they have their strengths. I just don't know that like Hoiberg is going to be long for this world as far as like a starting player with Spurs. Oh, absolutely he, just, he just doesn't fit that role. And once, and once Silky Puddin comes back, you know, uh, I, if, if he comes back fit and ready to play and, and, and healed up properly, um, you know, Hoiberg's going to be on the bench, um, but he's a needed guy for me. He's a guy that we need. He comes in, he comes in in those support roles at the end of games and just shores up the defense. And yeah, so he made a lot, he made of a lot of important blocks at the end of the game too. So yeah, what do you into- make any changes in January? It's got to be in that central midfield. What kind of changes, Steve? Like, that's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Like who, who do you move on? Who do you move out? So- and who do you seek to bring in? If 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 we assume that Hoiberg's on his way out because he does want to start week in week out, um, and you know I I can respect that if if we if he's able to make something happen, I can see him leaving in January. 
I could see somebody like Skip at least getting Loland out. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I I've been thinking about this with the you know because when we get Basuma back when Bentancur returns from injury, which should be any week now at this point, I think he's in full team training now. Um, because for me, if I'm if I'm looking at everybody's fit, it's probably Papsar who gets dropped for Benson Kerr, assuming Benson Kerr comes back at his, you know, top level uh and hasn't it's, lost a step from that type of injury, it's right? Not, so, it's not Basuma or Madison, right? No, Basuma, Madison, and Benson Kerr, I think, are gonna be well, that's freaking that's lovely. I, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Sar, I think Sar's a good sub. I think he's a yeah. good guy to to bring on because you know, some of his inexperience did show yesterday in the game, but by and large, he has held his own in the league in that role. And and he does things maybe um, you know, they're not flashy or they're not particularly productive, but what he does is like quietly good right like he he keeps things going in a way that you kind of just need it to happen even if it's not the most direct even if it's not the uh, sexiest kind of passing or dribbling um but you know that's kind of like the guy you want to bring on and, and shore things up when the game's coming to an end and not skip you know not not uh and you've got lacelso as well i keep forgetting about him you know he's kind of a a little bit of a wild card because he has been off pace coming back from the injury a bit he has the potential to slot in for a madison type role but he he was definitely clearly not aligned with some I mean, of the other he guys. was was he or was he not one of our one of our better players on at the end of the potch era like he was not he not was, the potch era but in the Mourinho <clears> era, he he I finished like out toward that. the end of potch like he was just like flying no because he, he, he just he just came in he just came in that summer the, yeah yeah but he was the only one He's see i am player it's funny how memory works right like my memory is the end of the Mourinho, not the end of the covid season let, let me put it that way um that Lacelso was was playing well but that, that that brings me to the question that i had on my mind talking about skip like that was the Mourinho season yeah, the COVID season, which explains a lot with with how he survived as long as he did. Um, like Skip, and and what what happened to him? You know, like he he went away to Norwich. He was a stud for them. He came back to us. He was talked about as a future captain. He showed a ton of promise. He's had some injury difficulty, and then he just he he almost seems like he has hit the the wall of performance that he can't get past. Yeah, like, no, he had an open book pelvis fracture, man. Like. That's gonna fuck you up, man. It, it's, gonna, it, it's gonna it's gonna fuck up the way so you're is, on the way. You is it a ma- like. yeah? Is that a matter of recovery, or is, or is he broken as a as there, a there Premier League been, player? There have been a couple of like baseball players who overcome that. Yeah, but different game. I don't, game. Know. I, different yeah, game I, don't sure. I don't know if any soccer players like somebody who relies on their legs, you know, as much as soccer players do. For me, I think he needs to be, you know, kind of weaned back into it at a lower level of competition. Mm. Um, which Ooh. is why I would suggest in January a, a, a loan move out, put him in, you know, championship or something, maybe send him back to Norwich, uh, you know, give him the opportunity to get some game time under those legs, let him stretch it out. But, uh, you know, there's a part of me that also wonders if potentially, because you got to remember, like he's been through so many coaches in the last couple of years too. Yes, and yeah. most of them have been defensive minded ones, especially the ones who have praised him, you know, Mauricio Conte mm. as a, uh, 
you know, future captain, maybe Ange's system just doesn't suit him. And that's okay too. If it doesn't suit him, that's fine. But so he needs know, to be with a, a bottom table prem team is basically what you're what you're what you're saying. Somebody that's I, I, gonna, somebody who's gonna be more on the defense. I think when he's yeah. partner he'd be great at Everton. Yeah, Everton could be an interesting one. I wouldn't want to send him there because I want Everton to get relegated, but... Uh, Agreed. Agreed. That's because Steve loves Liverpool. No, it's not even that I love Liverpool. Steve loves, Steve loves Tim Howard. That's that's the reason I why I hate, hate Tim uh, Howard. Yeah. That guy's a fucking clown. He's a douchebag. He really, really is. How dare you, Steve? He is an American treasure. Yeah. He's yeah, a douchebag. You know, yeah. You know who's not a douchebag, though? Who? Son. That Hyun Min son. Hyun Min son. He, yeah, he's what a guy. What, are, what does you say? There's nothing else we can say about about him. He's, no, I, I'd, I, I'd I, like him to be. I, I have a great younger brother, but I'd love for Sonny to be my little brother. That's that's dude, really what I would would like. That that goal was there. Was there a more son finish than like that fucking finish? That like he was just phenomenal on that finish. And this is a guy who's probably still not a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. But no, he's absolutely. he's he's playing out of position. He's found a role where he is now actually playing in position. Um, and he's found a role where he where it's exciting and he's and he's succeeding and he doesn't need he doesn't need HK10 anymore or HK9, whatever the fuck he is now. Who? Florida the, the man. fucking the guy in fucking Germany. Oh, the guy, yeah, Munich okay. man. Yeah, that guy. Munich man. Um yeah. so he doesn't need that anymore. He's got a midfield partner who Admittedly, it could be fucking anybody, apparently. Um, I disagree. James Madison is a fucking is an angel. Wait, who uh, said it could be anybody? James Madison. He said anybody could fit into that system. Ah, into fair. That okay. Spot. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It's I mean, it's not true. That's uh, appropriate humility, though. We talked about that, right? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, but a guy whose smile lights up a room, uh, he lights up my my living room every fucking time that he scores a goal that he's out there playing. Um, I think that these guys all wear their hearts on their sleeve, but nobody, nobody more than Sonny and, and like his goal. And then his, his selfless feedback to back to Madison on Madison's goal, which was like just training pitch clinical finish. Like, and then he gets in Madison's way. Yeah. Do you hear Madison comment on that? He's like, <laughs> if, if Sonny wasn't in my way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's true. Funny. It's true. Sonny did step up there. Like, I think he thought that Madison was like out of control and was going to, and was actually giving the ball to him. What's it, funny it, to me about a weird... Son is if you think back a couple of months, we were talking about maybe it was time to move Son on. But it was before we knew that he was injured all, all year last year. Well, that, and it was also with, you know, Conte and his terrorist football. Uh, also true. Also In true. charge. And now we're just seeing, you know, you give him the right system, you give him the right support. And fuck, like, I, I almost feel uh, ashamed to even have considered that in the past. Um, but it's something that I do think about when I see him uh, linking up with these with his teammates uh, this season. It's, man, I can't believe I was stupid enough to want to move him on uh, when he's clearly got so much more to give. So, uh, you know, here's me admitting that I was wrong. Uh, and I, look, Steve, this is we, we, I, we honor I that. It. I love that I was wrong in this situation. Right. We, so it sometimes it feels good to be wrong. You know what, Steve, you talk about moving on and yeah. uh, things we love. I think it's time for you to ask a question. 
And I would love to hear you ask this particular question. Me? Oh, thank you, Dave. Thank yeah. you. The question here's the, here's is the thing, Steve. You know, I, I just here's the I thing. Just... Okay, here's the thing. Uh, hey, Mike, what you drinking? Oh, Steve, I love when you ask that question. <clears throat> I love it um, when Dave lets me ask that question. I'm Almost as let's much you. as I love letting Dave ask that question. Let's you. Let's you. Um, guys, <laughs> let's you. Today I got something special. Um, yeah. What do you I got? Lo- I love to go to my local, quote unquote, bottle shop. Uh, air quotes. Um, There's not a damn bottle in here. <laughs> uh, the the Winooski Beverage uh, Warehouse, uh, Beverage Mart, whatever they call it. Um, I find so many great beers from around the world. I always look for um, international IPAs. We do a lot of IPAs here. I found one that I've never, I've not really seen before. Um, I've never seen a sour double IPA. I've seen sour IPAs, but a sour double IPA. This is a product of New Zealand. Uh, it's from Eight Wired Brewery. Eight, uh, eight the, the number eight, Eight Wired? Yes, eight the number wired. eight. Okay, gotcha. Eight Wired Brewing. Uh, it's got a kind of a trippy looking label on it. And it does. It is, it is called Acid Superhighway, um, you know, which I will. Don't don't say more than you should. Nope. Uh, we'll just, <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. Well uh, done. Tonight, well, well done, Michael. Well done. I've been on a highway. I grew up in Jersey. It's like one big highway. Yeah, and it feels like you're on acid. <laughs> that Sometimes. Is. That's just the fumes. I'm not talking about the Garden State Parkway either. <laughs> That's a whole different animal. Wow, this smells this smells fucking crazy. Oh this, boy. This beer smells like I just cut a lime in half. Huh. I like that smell. All right, all right. Oh, wow. That's not the and this is a, a, a sour double, is that what you said, Mike? Sour double IPA. Huh. I'm curious if it's gonna be double sour or double a <laughs> double uh so this double hoppy, you know. Okay, while Mike's doing this, or I always oh my do this, but let, let's let him let let him do the sip, and then Steve, I have a question for you. Um, while he's contemplating his rating. Oh, are you going to ask me what I'm drinking? I'm glad you asked, Dave. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't, but I am curious. It's it's just this Upper Pass uh, Oasis, this delicious fruited sour. Very nice. Fruited. I, I, almost, told, I to... almost told you I was I was so disappointed in their brew pub. I went to their brew pub with Lucas last a uh, couple weeks ago. Which one? The Upper Pass. Ah, it's turned into a fucking garbage heap of a fake Mexican restaurant. Ooh, yeah. Oh. How, was that? Have, how was that? How was your uh, How was your worthy burger visit? That's a good place. That's that's Enjoy. what I was talking about. It's yeah. like right. It's literally in the same parking lot almost. You could right oh, uh, right out behind right out behind Worthy Burger. Uh, it was fucking phenomenal. Uh, it is worthy. It is worthy. Nice. So this right. smells like a bushel of limes. Um, a bushel now, not just a slice. A, we're up to a bushel. Wow. This is really weird smelling. Uh, soapy head. Indeed. One finger. Uh, might might well, have been two was, to start. It was two two fat fingers. Yep. There you go. Um, oh, I got to take a picture. Fingers. I got to take a picture or our friend uh, Adamalist will get upset. Dave, did you have a question for me before I... I do, but I but I kind of wanted Mike to get his sip so he could start contemplating because this this one may go, take. Go ahead, go ahead. It's not going to ask him. All right, so 
left field, Steve, here we go. So I was in the car with my lovely wife the other day and uh, said, Hey Dave, you want you want a piece of gum? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, you know, she offered me one, I took two and it wasn't a piece, but it was one of like the little, you know, like, I don't know if it was a Mentos gum or whatever it was. Yeah. I took two, Right. Chewed it and, and had the very common experience that I find nowadays about five, seven minutes in. It's like, all right, this tastes like crap. I need to get this out of my mouth. Like this gum has run its course, you know, like, yeah. so, so, you know, for too. I, I, this, <laughs> <laughs> that is what she said. No, uh, the, so of course, you know, not that I spit it out the window because that wouldn't be the appropriate literary thing to do, but I, you know, put it in a, in a napkin and moved on. But here's my question for you, Steve. We then transitioned our conversation to, you know, when I was a kid, I don't feel like gum did this. You know, when I think about the big boys, the hubba bubba's, the bubblicious, I feel like those really, really held on. When I think about the other like stick-based favorites that I had, like the juicy fruits of the world, or or maybe the occasional fruit stripe you got, you know, like some um, of the some of those some of those bad boys. I even remember like you'd be chewing gum at school when you weren't big red. To- big red you weren't supposed to be chewing gum but you'd be chewing gum at school and you you just put it in your cheek for a while and it would regain its flavor i don't know if you guys had that experience of you save it and it comes back i really feel like they have changed the flavor profile of gum so that it is toast after like five to seven minutes whereas when we were kids you get hours out of that steve your reaction what what do you think what do you hear literally the only thing i can think of that entire time was from the office gum's gotten mintier lately <laughs> haven't you also, noticed also like it's true. almost too minty <laughs> very minty but it it comes and goes quickly and but yeah and also these is what days she said. Is, is shit you chew it for two minutes and then it's like all right well what, what am i even doing with my life now was it different as kids or am i just dreaming this like it, what, i, I what feel it? like it was i i i think you're in the right i i i feel like big gum big has gum change their formula to try to push more units of gum yeah. onto the consumer because that's what capitalism does it ruins these, things because so back in the day yeah. this conspiracy corner is back <laughs> i mean i mean for the three of us back in the day you're playing baseball as a kid you get some bubblicious in your mouth you are set for seven innings like you are good to go and doing your thing and or if you had just, cool if you had really cool parents you got the big league chew Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't really experience that, but I was envious oh, of my man. buddies that did. Yeah, the totally, hubba bubba, hubba totally bubba blueberry, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, hubba so bubba. Speaking bubba of blueberries, the big boys. Of blueberries, this is back to like, you, Mike. This is not like blueberry. This is super sour. Bushel um, of limes. Yeah, it smells like a bushel of limes. You get lime. You get uh, pineapple. Uh, I don't know what papaya tastes like, so I'm not going to say papaya. Uh, but, just but probably papaya. A lot of probably papaya. A lot of those citrus fruits. So it's like it is. It's got like a little, a uh, little tinge of like maybe uh, some sea salt, maybe like a gosa mm. almost. Like it's kind of got that muted. Like it doesn't bite your bite the back of your the tongue like a like a sour usually does. You know. Uh, it's really fucking good, um, but you know you also get the taste of those hops you know, that, that, that are prevalent in a double IPA. It's got like a little bit of that, those, those piney hops that, that, you know, are part of like the, the character of a double IPA. Um, it's a solid, solid beer. I really like it. Um, it's not the best beer that I've had. It's 8%. So it could send you down a, down a, 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 a trippy, trippy tunnel. 
<laughs> if you have a few of them uh, that you may not get out of. Uh, I could drink a lot of these. That's the problem. <laughs> like it's that smooth. So it's not so sour that it would burn you out too quickly is what you're saying. You know how some sours are like that? Like Hermit Thrush makes some sours that are like that. Yes, yeah. those are yep. really It's sour. like you can have one or two and you're like, okay, cool. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could drink a four pack of this. Not an $8.99 a can like I just paid. But... Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. paid 36 bucks for a four pack? No, I bought one can of it. Oh, wow. Okay. I bought a mixed four pack of uh, some international beers, which we'll taste another one next week. But um, Very nice. All right, rating, yeah, my friend. So what do you got? Super Highway rating uh, from Eight Wired Brewery, Sour Double IPA. Um, smells like lime, tastes like uh, liquid acid. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.8. Ooh. All right. We were a little low. We, we heard you liked it but it, you know it wasn't it wasn't like big time so we didn't we neither of us got yeah. close to four but you, these might, four. you might have some street signs running out in front of you <laughs> nice it's okay i'm not here to hurt you very nice all right how about a song what do you got for us son of a bitch i uh, thought i had it this time i, I know i thought i thought i thought we were dialed in actually steve i thought one of us was nailing it but nope to, to kind of go along with the theme of the acid superhighway i'm gonna go uh the Grateful Dead, that's it for the other one. Also known as the other one. Why did you choose that? Like I said, uh, to go along with the, the theme of the, the acid super The Grateful highway. Dead's all on acid. So in other words, you picked this they would... before, you picked this before you drank the beer, is what you're telling me. Son of a bitch. No, it's just here's it's the just thing, simple. Dave. It's here's just simple. Thing. It's just simple, Dave. It's just simple. <laughs> I like it. Well done, Mike. Well done. I could say I could say I could drop a reference and just say uh, it's a simple twist up, Dave. And I wouldn't know what the hell you're talking about. So, you nope. know, drop away. Yeah, I just did. OK, there we are. Those are those are those are for fans. <laughs> that, that, was, that was for fans for stands. Hey, this has been. Hey, Mike, what you drinking? Uh, eight wire brewing. Acid Superhighway rating of three point eight. I believe you came at. I'm a, and- I'm a sour dip a stand. Sour Dippa Stan. Ooh, that sounds like a, a troublesome country. You should watch out for those guys. <laughs> All right. Let's move on, boys. Let's uh let's look ahead. How crazy is it? I don't know what's ahead. Uh is it right? We're playing Palace on Friday. Is Crystal that, Palace on Friday, yeah. Man, it's almost we... like we're playing, it's almost like we're playing in Europe, but not what, really. What weird scheduling Monday, Friday? Are are they trying to to undermine Big Ange? What's the deal? Yeah, probably. No, I think they're trying to level the playing field, honestly, with with a lot of the 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 mid table team from last from the end of last season who aren't playing in Europe. You have to kind of find a way to level the playing field. We just never we never saw it before because we were in Europe. In, <laughs> in Europe, right? So we're not in Europe now. Now we're like, what the fuck? Two games in fucking four days? This is bullshit. Would and- you be more satisfied if we were um fourth or fifth in the table right now and in europe and just you know let's say plugging along but not killing it versus oh, no. versus now what what would you prefer now isn't that interesting right how fucking cool is it man it's top it's, of the table this is a I lot of care. fun how, fun how much right longer now. how much longer are we on a new manager bounce uh you know dude 
how much longer how much longer do we have to listen to oh it's only uh it's it's only three games in a season oh it's only five games in a season oh we're only 25 percent of the way through the season oh you know like how much longer before they were like they're like holy shit this is for fucking real they're actually good yeah i mean to be honest because i i have been trying to curb my own expectations with that i just remember that our shitty neighbors uh also in north london but not originally from north london no shit the from... bed uh what like three or four weeks uh before the end of the season so i'm not counting my chickens until week 38 uh no, week, week 39 is week, when you week like, 40 yeah, when we are far enough count. removed yeah. guys guys i'm gonna I'm, i want to make wicked spursy shirts that say why not us why not us why not? Us? I'll tell you why. Because the refereeing sucks. Uh, I don't think the refereeing was that bad in this week's game. How about because that, that true the refereeing was pretty agenda, fair agenda against Spurs. How about that? Is that I don't. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't I mean, I'm just thinking either. it's mostly. I don't pedal in conspiracy city like that, Dave. Pro Liverpool. So can, you, can I you just? Don't, you don't I, believe I we're up against it. Big Red? We are up against Big Red. United, I, I have Liverpool, to say it Arsenal, because it's, it's relevant. Yeah, no, no, I get that. I get that. I get that. I, I understand that. We we are up against Big Red, and, and uh, that's a. We mentioned Big Red gum earlier, and that put it right in your head, right there. It did, and it's yeah. actually that, that that's a good. I, I'm actually happy about what I just came up with there. Like, I think that those three scummy clubs, uh, like they are. The don't worry about them though, Dave. Like I don't worry about them. Like the I, jingle I says, don't. Kiss, kiss a little longer with Big Red. Nice. Hold uh, tight a little longer. I don't longer. want to kiss Big Red. Live close a little longer. Longer uh, with Big no, Red. No, but Oli, I just have to point it out. Klopp with his immediate hypocrisy when somebody asked him, "Well, shouldn't uh, if uh, whoever it was should have been sent off?" For are, are you Red. serious with that question? Are you serious? Yeah, do you think they should, uh, you know, have the right to demand a replay? Oh, they'll get over it. Yeah, fuck you, Klopp. Yeah, that guy. In time, they'll get over it. But listen, dude, we don't talk about that shit because we don't give a fuck. I don't care. No, valid, Mike. Like, totally valid. But also, I think worth. I think it's funny. I think it's 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 worth naming troublesome aspects of the world right and it's just you know not dwelling on them but i think it's worth naming them i like when you, a lot when you when point them out stupid clear glasses yeah I, I liked his glasses i have those glasses actually i know I you do them. <laughs> yeah yeah like a like a uh uh whatever i don't know <laughs> dave's dave's uh too far into that box of wine tonight yeah so Fr- anyway Franzia crystal special palace. baby crystal palace they always I- give us trouble Tough, I had tough to scroll to, to the bottom half of the table to find them and, and look at their, their Homer, stats. Homer um, away on this one, Steve. You, you know what? It's away. Actually, it's at, it's at sellers. Me. I don't love that. You know what surprised me about looking at their position in the table, and it's not even related to Crystal Palace? Luton Town is out of the relegation zone right now. That was a surprise to me. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah, they, drew, they drew again. They drew again. Yeah. All they have Good to do is that. keep drawing and keep drawing with those teams that are below them, and they're out of they're out of relegation. But look, you know, Crystal Palace, yeah, it's it's one of those games where it, it could be difficult. They've got some some good players, you know. I like Ezzy. Ezzy, he's out. Ezzy. He's he's currently out, isn't he? Yeah, Edward, he can be you know pretty dangerous. On I his, think he's troublesome out as well, right? Troublesome. Day. Yep. 
Newcastle Newcastle embarrassed them the other night. Yeah, but, that, but that's the thing. You know, they've got a couple of good players and, and that's it. They don't have depth and the rest of their team just isn't that strong. They don't have Skeletor anymore. They don't have Skeletor. That is true. Dave's Who's that? Who's that? Zaha. Zaha. Oh, I hated Dave's, that guy. Dave's favorite hated, player of all time. Hated Zaha. <laughs> hated him. Yeah, like, we, used to, same, we used to go, same, Zaha. Yeah, same whiny countenance as Raheem Sterling has. Like, it always looks like he's about to cry and just, just shut up, kid. Just Gabriel yeah, Jesus, I mean, Newcastle okay. did absolutely. No, Raheem Sterling them. has it too, but oh. but Gabby Gabby Jesus also. Um, so you know, it's <laughs> one of those games. I, I'm not terribly worried by it. I mean, it just doesn't seem like it's going to be. It it it, it it's like Luton Town for me, right? Like I'm expecting us to win, but I don't expect it to be easy. Like I expect they're going to push. They're going to challenge. Because you know, what do they have to lose, right? They're very clearly mid-table. They're not in danger of relegation right now. They know they're not going to get top four. So what do they have to lose, right? They'll come, they'll play their game. It's at home for them. So they're going to want to put on a performance for their fans. I don't think it's going to be enough at the end of the day. I don't think we're going to walk all over them. I would love it if we did, but uh, I, I do think it's going to be a fun one for us. I think it's going to be something different than what we saw at Fulham. Um and I think it's going to require certain players to perform maybe a little more clinically. I'm looking at you, Decky. Uh, you know, I thought Decky, I thought Decky was mostly fantastic, except for his unwillingness to pull the trigger. Totally agree. hundred yeah. percent. And frankly, I'm mostly, he's been mostly knows. fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just going to be telling everybody that you get that chance. You, you go for it. Like shoot the ball. Shoot the ball exactly. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking at this team and I'm I'm thinking, all right, you know, we're gonna boss that midfield, no problem. There's not like Edward maybe is an attacker that I might worry about, but if he's out, then who cares? And their defense, I mean, Mitchell can be pretty solid, but it looks like they played him out of position at Newcastle. I I don't really give a shit about any of the other ones. Um, and and goalkeeper Sam Johnstone is just he's 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 Sam Johnstone. Yeah. Yeah, no, the dude's gonna the thing is is that a guy like that comes out and has a fucking worldie against us and <laughs> look, they're a mid-table club. He's done it before against us. And that's fine. I, I think the ultimate end up at a one-one draw. Yeah, the ultimate test for Ange is, you know, can you do it against the mid-table sides? You know, that that was an area that we struggled with yeah. last season, the mid low table, the, the mid to high table sides where we needed to get results to be competitive. We couldn't do it. Steve, uh, I seldom do this, but I'm going to I'm going to go on a limb here. I think this one um, ends up being one of those that just breaks wide open for us and ends up as like a five one four nil type scenario. Um, I envision. First of all, like we know Ange is getting on the boys this week because he wasn't happy with the second half. Like he, the, so there's going to be some, some impressions made in these, in these next few days. I think it's going to be a scenario where we come out a little bit slow and then 20, 25 minutes in, we get that first goal and, and, and crack it open. And we've got two or three in by half and we, and we finish up with, with another handful. And I never say this kind of crap. You guys can go back. I've never, yeah. never gone on this limb, but I think this is the type of opponent, this scenario Coming off the type of win we just had, I I think we could see something break open. That's something yeah. that could very well happen. You know, we we just have to, you know, this is not 
a team that's going to park the boss on you. Right. Right. So, so it kind of plays in, into the system's hands. It's just that how does, how does the system deal with, with the effects of another, of another team that's going to at their home, at their home, their home uh, field, like, how are we going to deal with with a, with a wide open game against a team that's going to just attack, attack, attack? Um, it it, it kind of re, reminds me. Uh, I just listened to Wendy do uh, straight off the training ground uh, a, a Patreon, one of their Patreon podcasts uh, with Chris Somersell, and he asked Chris straight up, like, if if there's a team out there who wants to play wide open and wants to play all attacking, but they don't have the personnel to that, that that's good enough to do it. What does that kind of look like? You know what it looks like? It looks like what happened last weekend against Newcastle United for Crystal Palace. So if we, if we as Spurs, uh, we saying Spurs players, um, the team gets out there and, and plays the game that we know that they can play and have played instead of this kind of, rusty ass bullshit coming back from the coming back from the international break that we saw this past week i didn't think we were great um we didn't also didn't mention pedro poro uh who i thought was fucking fantastic again probably the best right back in the premier league um i don't know what his numbers look like but he's probably close to being up there um we just have to play our game and be effective and do it well um passes have to come off you know and for my money i'm going to tell you right now if if i were if i were a betting man uh, i wouldn't place this bet but i think that we should play hoybeard instead of basuma so that so that we know we have basuma for chelsea when's the uh, when's the cutoff on the yellows and 19 games or after the 19th game so so what what are we reset halfway through the season yeah, it resets halfway through the season. Damn, that's rough. he's getting another ban. So, yeah, he's do you want it to be against Chelsea? He could get two more actually if he's if he's not super careful. I no, I think it resets after you get the ban. Oh, it does. But he, it didn't because he got two yellows. So that red card, that red card canceled it out, and he's still he's still on fucking that's four yellows. He got five that's yellows. Ridiculous. He got his ban. Jeez. Red card right. supersedes the yellows. Got it. Got it. Got it. I, I get it. I understand it. I still think it's stupid. It's stupid. stupid. Fucking ain't stupid. Here's the thing, though, Steve. Here's the thing. It's it's time for closing thoughts. I think I've said uh, twice, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I've lost track of what you've done and what we've done. We've we kind of muddied the water a bit. Steve, what are uh, your closing thoughts as we wrap things up tonight? Well, here's the thing, Dave. Hmm. My closing thoughts. I love Ange. I love Madison. I love Vicario. I love this team. I'm frankly riding this high right now. Do I expect it to continue? Do I think we're going to be the next Invincibles, finish the season unbeaten, win the league? Absolutely not. Like you the know? monsters. Yeah, they're 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 not my third or fourth <clears throat> graders. They're just not. Um, maybe someday <laughs> they'll get there. They don't have that uh, kind of coaching. Am I right? <laughs> but, you know, I... I I'm going to enjoy it, right? Like I'm going to enjoy this ride while I can. 
because I know that the second, the second we slip up, everybody is going to be told you so they couldn't, they couldn't compete their garbage team. You know, all the excuses are going to start to fly. Uh, you see it already with the the commentary that we get pre and post game, right? It's not, oh, Spurs won the game to nothing. It ends up being, oh, Fulham lost that game to nothing, you know, like, Spurs just can't have anything nice. So I'm I'm fully aware that the first slip up we have, which frankly is going to happen at some point, mm-hmm. we are not perfect. Um, it's going to be a miserable week of garbage takes on all sorts of platforms, be it social media reactions, punditry, uh, god awful podcasts reacting to it, <laughs> not ours, of course. Uh, okay, but. That's never until been said then, about Wicked Spursy, my friend. Never. Until that moment, I am just going to ride it. I am going to soak up all that negativity and think you guys are just fucking jealous. You know, Tim Howard, you wish you were on Spurs. Sorry, your Everton team is ass. Um, but yeah, ride the high while you can. No, she'll try feel like it's not going to last, but uh you know, we're just going to take it down that acid super highway. And <laughs> nice, on. nice uh, connection there, Mike. I want to give a quick uh, closing thoughts and then I'll come to you if that's okay. Cause I want to build sure, on what sure. Steve said, Steve, I'm of the belief that when that happens, and I'm not saying it's imminent, but of course we know it's going to happen. It may happen a few times, several times through the course of the season. It's actually going to be the best thing for our club, right? Like we, we can't fool ourselves into believing we're invincible. We can't fool ourselves into believing that everything we're doing is perfect. And I really think that a loss, a bad game plays into Ange's leadership and Ange's coaching because he really is about building a team that is oriented towards goals that are not just immediate on the day of the game, but they're they're long term. And like, I don't know, I see uh, <laughs> losses gain, I guess, is, is what I want to say when it happens it's going to be turned for a positive, even if, if, if the world around Spurs goes ludicrous with their commentary, it doesn't matter. Like I'm actually pleased with it. And that's, and you know what? that's a good place to be. You know what, Dave, I admitted that I was wrong once for comments that I made last season. Maybe we'll be getting together again next season and I'll get to admit, Hey, you know what? Back when I said we couldn't do it, I was wrong. Wouldn't that be crazy, right? It would be crazy, but uh, yeah, I, I think you're spot on. I think that's a- absolutely exactly the right way to look at it. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Thanks buddy. That's the only one that. you need to listen to out there is is Dave from Wicked Spursy. That's, that's if you're right. listening to anybody else, you are wrong. If the world felt that way, man, it'd be great. I would be good to go with with that. But yeah, dictator Dave taking over. Darn right. Do as I say. Not as I do. do. Speaking of that, Mike. (laughs) My mother used to say that all the time. So, Mike, here's the thing. I would love to know uh, what your closing (laughs) thoughts are. So, my closing thoughts are these, Dave. In the beginning of the season, we're what? Ten games in now? Nine, ten? Finish nine. Nine? Nine? Sure, nine. Ten. Yeah. Almost double digits. Almost. 38. Close enough, right? 38. Right. Okay. We'll call it. So... (laughs) Yeah, let's stop the count. Um, so right now, Spurs are in, in, in the top of the table. They are two points clear, top of the table. Um, the best start ever 
by a new manager, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we know that happened. So Ange has that record too. Um, we didn't know this was going to happen so quickly, right? We were, we were told by big Ange himself that it was going to, this was going to take time. The first was, year is bumpy, right? It was going to take some time. Yep. Um, you know, we have a lot of players that don't fit the system still in the squad. Uh, we have a lot of players that Ange inherited that just don't fit this squad. The thing is, is that some of those players we thought were throwaways or or sellaways uh, are like linchpins in this in this system. Talking about Pedro Porro, um, I'm talking about somebody like Hobby who who we need to keep around. You know, um, I'm completely completely blown away every single time I watch this team play because I haven't seen this since uh, since you know mid mid potch you know rain like once potch got going remember how great it was how fun it was to watch like we we're giving up shitloads of goals uh but we were scoring shitloads of goals like Delhi was flying Christian Erickson was like holy shit you know like we have that type, that type of a team back. We just do. And like Steve said, like we're on this wave. Let's just ride it while we can be happy and don't let any fucking assholes bring us down. Speaking of assholes. Me gusta mucho. <laughs> I know me too. That's, that's good, Mike. And you know what I just was thinking as you were talking? Um, and I, I'm not um, cast. I know, we know you're not the biggest Man or Solomon fan, and we know that that has nothing to do with you know the the heat he has experienced you know around his comments. But I was just thinking like we still have Brian Brian Hill, and and if Brian Hill um, comes in and plays like we expect him to, like there's that as well, right? He's, like the, the, there's 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 your 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 comment. Was he is really Ringo's. He's Ringo Starr's last son. He may be like we we we've been fortunate that the our injury status has not caused us to dip into those guys that are really problematic because we know they're there, right? I don't they're, think Brian Hill is problematic. But, no, I don't either. I, but but they're the Eric Dyers <laughs> of the world, you know. The like there's there's players on that bench or players that aren't making the match day squad that that are problems that need to be need to, to find other resolution. But so we've been lucky in that regard. But we also have a number of players ready to come back to the pitch soon that I think are going to just enhance our operation and uh, maybe fill some voids. And that's, that's super exciting, man. That's, that's good stuff. I like it. That, that's why hobby's still serviceable. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so I, that, I'd love so to see us keep him. Not as a starter, but I'd love to see us keep him as a, as a strong impact sub, whether or not he the, wants the to do dude that. Is, the dude is just a consummate professional and he, yeah. he goes out there and does his job, whether he's, a starter or not what he doesn't understand is guys like him need to realize like there's a there's a role for like the backup quarterbacks of the world you know what i mean there's a reason good backup quarterbacks have 20 year careers because they don't get the crap beat out of them and and hobby could make a lot of money for a really long time coming on and being a smart coach on the pitch who who's making an impact when he when played like off. 184 straight games he did. And uh, he, so <laughs> we, we made him into a 30 year old when he's still what, like 26? He's still in his 20s. Like uh, he's yeah. a 20. He's a kid. Bingo. They're all kids. They're all kids. They're, they're children. No question. They're even younger than you, Steve. <laughs> Steve, scary. 
as we wrap up, what would you say to our, our friends who we love and appreciate as, as we go? Quays, 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 quays. And Don't one more thing. Asshole. Yes, sir. And Michael, how about you? Guys, I just got my fucking COVID jab. Uh, the world is crazy out there. COVID's back, man. COVID's back. Uh, get your boosters if you haven't gotten them yet. Go out there and get your boosters. Um, and if you have to, if you're sick and you have to be out there in the world, mask up for other people's protection. And also, you know, be safe. Yeah. And one more and, thing. And, you know, Tottenham Hotspur action. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Hmm. How about you? Guys, I just got my fucking COVID jab. Uh, the world is crazy out there. COVID's back, man. COVID's back. Uh, get your boosters if you haven't gotten them yet. Go out there and get your boosters. Um, and if you have to, if you're sick and you have to be out there in the world, mask up for other people's protection. And also, you know, be safe. Yeah. And one more and, thing. And, you know, Tottenham Hotspur action. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Hmm.